Dear little sisters, I'm Bernice. And I'm Lena. Welcome back to our podcast where we will be chatting with interesting women who do interesting things. We are two teens who want to empower young girls by providing role models for them. We hope that these women will show you that anything you want to do is possible and inspire you to dream big. Thank you so much for tuning into our podcast and we truly hope you enjoy this episode. Dear little sisters, we are very excited to introduce you to Mona Mahajan, who we will be chatting with today. Ms. Mahajan is a portfolio manager, director, and U.S. investment strategist with Allianz Global Investors. Ms. Mahajan regularly appears on CNBC and Bloomberg TV discussing her firm's economic views. Thank you so much for joining us today, Ms. Mahajan. We're really excited to have you. Thank you so much, Lena and Bernice. It's great to be here. This is uh, such a great idea for a podcast. I'm really looking forward to participating and really looking forward to see what the impact this has. I'm sure it'll be great. Thank you. So can you explain to us a little bit about what you do? I know I said a lot of big words like portfolio manager and investment strategist, but can you explain what you do to young girls who might not know much about finance? Yeah, absolutely. It's a great question. Um, So as you noted, I am the U.S. investment strategist. And uh, what I really tend to do, I say, breaks down into three main functions. Um, The first function is what I call thought leadership or content development. So I do a lot of uh, writing of papers, actually. So we write about market trends, about economic trends, about our outlook for the year. Maybe there will be some big political event that we write about and how it might impact markets or stocks or different asset classes. I also use that thought leadership then to communicate our views um, to, to financial media. So, you know, if you think about areas or TV stations like CNBC and Bloomberg, um, I'll often appear on those to communicate some of our views. Also print media like the Wall Street Journal, Financial Times, Barron's, etc. Um, so that's one third of what I do. The second big chunk of what I do is really client meetings. So, you know, essentially we meet with all different types of clients, sophisticated and retail clients. Um, and we talk about what we are thinking about in the market. So portfolio positioning, what assets we like. Um, the strategist part of the role really means what's your strategy in the market right now? Uh, do you prefer gold? Do you prefer bonds? Do you prefer stocks? Do you prefer a mix of everything? Um, and then the last third of what I do is actually help manage money. So I'm a portfolio manager. Uh, and at Allianz, we have a bunch of portfolios, which basically just means that there is money that investors have given us to invest in the markets. And uh, they split them up into different pools. And I run one of those pools of money. Uh, I've been doing this role for about four years now, and I've really loved every minute. So I'm, I'm happy to be here and, and thrilled to talk about it. Yeah, that all sounds really interesting. So from what I can tell, your career is very centered around the business and finance industry, which historically has been a sort of boys club. Do you still experience gender barriers in your field of work? And do you still consider this industry to be male dominated? 
That's a great question. Um, you know, generally speaking, I'd say a lot of fields, uh, especially those that are analytical or scientific, uh, historically have tended to be male-dominated. Um, the good news is that I think over time it's become less and less so. So I think our generation is luckier than the generation that was before us, and certainly the generation before that. Um, we're primarily, you know, I think if, if you look at the New York Stock Exchange, it was all males. Uh, on the floor of the New York Stock Exchange originally. And over time, you see more and more women, more and more diverse people enter the floor. Um, it's interesting to note, I would say, sometimes as a woman, there's a lot of balancing you have to do. So I think um, still today, unfortunately, a lot of uh, household management tends to fall on the shoulders of, of women. And I think that's also slowly changing over time, but um, balancing a household, balancing if you have children, uh, and then balancing the career is all part of the challenge. Um, and the second thing is really kind of proving yourself. I think as we talked about in an analytical field um, or a field that really involves maybe communication or being able to you know, present yourself well, I think you have to really um, take some time to prove yourself to all sorts of people before you're really you know, given the respect and responsibility. So, uh, all challenges that I've seen evolve over time, still some work to go, but I think we've made a lot of progress. Yeah, I think that's great. And you mentioned a little about a sort of balance that you need to have between your work life and your home life. As a mother, do you find it difficult to balance work and home life? Yeah, it's a great question. Um, you know, I'm a big believer in the phrase, uh, you can have it all, but maybe at once. So I certainly think there are different seasons of your life. So when my kids were younger, um, I took a career that was closer to home, that I had more flexibility, that I could uh, go back and forth if I needed to, to school, et cetera, et cetera. And um, really, I wasn't on a track that maybe put me at my full potential. But for the time, it was okay. I was still involved in the industry, uh, I was close to home, and I, I still had a career. I've seen a lot of women that actually step out of the business world when they have kids and take, you know, five to seven years off. And, you know, unfortunately, sometimes it's harder to get back in once you do that. So from my perspective, I'm glad I took that step back. Um, during that season of my life, it made a lot of sense. Now, as the kids are getting older and they're a little bit more self-sufficient and a little bit more independent in terms of even being able to stay home, etc. I find I can step up in my responsibilities at work. Um, and so, you know, it's kind of how, what I did and how I progressed over time. So I certainly think when you have uh, the time and opportunity to really focus on your career, um, it, it is important to, to take advantage of that. And then there will be a season of your life where maybe you can't do it, whether it's kids or other family members that need help um, and maybe need to take a little bit of a step back. Uh, but there will be, you know, you're, you have a long career. And, and the other thing I always say is it's, it's definitely a marathon, not a sprint. Uh, you will have a long career ahead of you, hopefully 20, 30, even 40 years. And so there'll be time periods where it ebbs and flows and you'll be either all in, partly in, or maybe not in for some time. But um, certainly you'll have different seasons of life and you can have it all, maybe not all at once. I think it's really interesting how you're talking about the work-life balance and how sometimes you might not be able to bring like your whole self to work. I think that's really insightful. But from the time you started your work in the business finance industry to now, have you seen any changes in terms of progress for women? 
Yeah, um, absolutely. It's a great question because uh, I certainly feel really over even the last two to three years, uh, there has been some tremendous progress made. And I think um, there's certainly been a focus on bringing women specifically to the forefront, uh, bringing more equality to the table, all of which has been positive. You know, for me, some of the things I've seen in particular, um, now there are certain companies where if, if they hold a panel discussion or a panel meeting, they will not hold the meeting unless there's at least one, one woman present. And sometimes even on uh, uh, TV stations like CNBC and Bloomberg, uh, they specifically will ask for a female representative uh, to be involved, especially in panel discussions, which I think is great because it offers diversity and perspective, um, you know, just a, a fresh point of view, etc. Um, I've also seen similar things with board, you know, board meetings and board makeup. So companies, a lot of them have boards that help oversee, you know, big corporations. Now they're asking for more and more female re representation, more and more diverse representation on boards as well. And sometimes investors will not invest in a company if it doesn't have uh, diverse board representation, which I think is great to actually have some actual numbers around it and metrics around it. And so, finally, similarly, there's been a lot of emphasis on uh, equal pay for equal work. So, you know, uh, you might have heard there's been studies done that a lot of times women make less than men for, for equal work, sometimes as much as 70% of what a, a man will make for, you know, an equal type of work. Um, there's certainly been now a push or an emphasis on uh, equal pay for equal work, and some companies are even saying that they are going to uh, track this quantitatively and they have targets for themselves to reach this over time. So. I've certainly seen over the last few years in particular um, some really great ways and metrics that companies have been coming up themselves to make sure there's equal representation across the board, which I think is great. I think that's so insightful. It seems like girl power is becoming increasingly popular in the business finance industry. And I think that's amazing. But what progress do you think needs to be made for a more diverse or equally represented playing field in this industry for the future? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's a great point. And, you know, interestingly, I uh, think in some ways the childcare system has to be improved uh, in order to really get true representation uh, at the table. And I think generally, you know, if women, I think, feel comfortable um, leaving, you know, their children with with whoever it may be, whether it's family members or, um, you know, some sort of childcare system or daycare system. Uh, I think then they can really bring their, their full selves to work. Um, I also think that it's important for men to equally step up uh, in this in this regard, and that's not only you know demanding the equal pay that we talked about, uh, but also being there in terms of support if needed as at home as well. So I do think. Um, I've heard this a lot from a lot of my friends in the business world who often say, I wish I had, you know, a stay at home wife. Uh, a lot of the men that, that they work with, their partners may not be working. And so they have uh, full time responsibilities, you know, staying home, being with the kids while the, the men can go to work. And it's if women had that kind of equal, um, I guess, you know, it just felt so comfortable leaving um, their household responsibilities and being able to work fully, I think that would make a huge difference. So I, I think there needs to be a, a combination of, you know, all people stepping up and supporting a diverse workforce, and then also um, just a childcare system that, that needs to be a little bit more robust in, in this country, and I think that would really help. Yeah, I definitely agree. So what do you think the future of the business and finance industry looks like for girls? 
Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think generally I'm optimistic. I think the future looks bright for women in this industry. Um, we've certainly seen it even uh, recently. I think uh, the, the new CEO of the New York Stock Exchange, for example, is now a woman, Stacey Cunningham. Um, and, and similarly, we've seen it across the board. Um, there's been notable investors, uh, Kathy Wood being one of them, who have really stepped up um, and, and been strong female role models in this industry. I think certainly, um, you know, women bring an interesting perspective to investing. I think they're balanced. They think about a lot of times women are responsible for household budgets and they can bring that same kind of financial responsibility to the investing world as well. Um, they have different perspectives on consumer behavior. Um, women tend to be the, the key purchasing decision maker at home as well. So when, they, when you think about what stocks to buy, women sometimes have better intuition on that because they have um, been buying those things at home as well. And so, uh, it's, it's, I think, you know, really kind of heartening for me to see uh, so many young people, especially so many young girls, be interested in this field and really kind of taking steps to uh, make progress towards being more analytical, more investment oriented, more finance oriented. Uh, and I think there's, you know, great opportunities lying ahead for women. I love how the future seems optimistic and seems bright for women in the business finance industry. That sounds so promising to me. What advice would you give a young girl who is interested in finance? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think it's so important to start thinking about this uh, stuff somewhat at a young age. And I think generally um, there's two parts of investing that I always talk about. One is saving. Uh, and one is actually investing. So once you have accumulated some savings, uh, it's important to start thinking about investing that money in some way. And I certainly encourage all young people and, and certainly young girls to think about uh, investing in the stock market, You know, whether it's with your parents' help opening up an account or if you have an account on your own. Uh, but what I usually say is think about really the trends in the industry that really excite you. You know, maybe it's video games, maybe it's something in fashion, um, maybe it's even something like um, Netflix or video streaming or, you know, Disney Plus. But whatever really, you know, whatever the trends are that really excite you today, there's probably some interesting stocks you can buy around that. And I think it's uh, it's really exciting to, to kind of see your money go to work for you. And I think that's how um, young people and young women do get excited because they think, wow, my money can really grow and work for me, uh, even at a young age. And so if you start young, you actually uh, build up your, your wealth earlier, you build up your, you know, the power of compounding earlier uh, from a younger age. And so certainly I would encourage all young people to at least kind of dip their toes into that arena if, if they haven't already. Um, and, and you know, you can start with stocks or you can start broadly, but um, certainly would recommend that if you're interested in the finance world. That sounds amazing. It seems like the business finance industry is very important to you and it excites you and you're very successful in it. Um, but in what ways do you give back to your personal community? Yeah, that's a great uh, question and a great point that you bring up. You know, I think it's so important at the end of the day to to kind of take your success and really use it to help others in whatever way it is, whether it's with your time or or you know, with your, your wallet. Um, for me, particularly this year, it's been very important to give back to our school and especially our teachers. Um, we've certainly done some fundraising to help support our teachers as they are kind of coming back in person, 
um, through the pandemic, uh, and we've done some fundraising to help give them supplies, but also treat them to extra snacks and food and lunches. And so I've been spending a lot of my time um, supporting supporting teachers this year. Uh, we've also kind of, as a family, picked some charities we'd like to support. And this year in particular, uh, that includes um, households that have food insecurity, especially you know young kids that may be facing food insecurity through this time and through the pandemic. I, I know that was one of the big issues that has uh, come to the forefront over the last you know several months. And so um, we've decided to to kind of use that as our focus this year as you know for charitable giving. Um, I also am doing volunteer work. I am also the class mom for for one of my kids. Uh, school classes this year, which has been great, just getting back to that organization. Um, I went through the University of Pennsylvania and I uh, give back there whenever I can as well through alumni interviewing and uh, other fundraising events as well. So uh, there's a variety of things we're thinking about and hopefully as we get more and more time, we get more and more time to give back as well. I think that's great that you still try to use your resources to give back to the community even during the pandemic. So our last question is, what is one piece of advice you would give to your younger self? Ah, that is a really good question. Um, you know, I would say to my younger self, uh, you know, don't be afraid to lean into work um, even when you were young and thinking about so many other things. I think for women in particular at a young age when they graduate college, uh, yes, they're thinking about their career, but then they're also thinking about getting married and one day having kids. And, um, you know, there was an author that once said, you know, women tend to lean out before they even lean in to work. So they tend to say, well, you know what, I'm going to be married in a few years. I'm going to have kids in a few years. Do I really have to put in you know, my effort into my career right now. Um, but now that I look back and, you know, once you have kids, you, you become so busy in so many other ways. Uh, I wish I used those younger years to really kind of uh, focus on, on developing my career, building it up to, you know, the point that I, I was happy and comfortable with before I had kids. And so uh, certainly I'd say, you know, to my younger self, don't lean out before you've even like started to lean in. So, and I know it's, you know, I know as women and especially as young girls, there's so many things we like to think about, but um, certainly having that time and focus at a young age is, is important to, to hopefully take advantage of. Thank you so much. Our discussion was so insightful. And I think that it can inspire so many younger girls. Thank you so much for your time, Ms. Mahajan. Absolutely. Thank you, Lena and Bernice. This was excellent. I can't wait to see what great things you guys do. Thank you. Thank you.